Blog Talk Radio. Okay, 
You know, they're better to get the pneumonia shot than pneumonia. Yeah. Okay. Yay for the vaccinations. Boo for the shots. <laughs> How does that one sound? Sounds fine. I mean, she got, you know, pneumonia and hip beat and a five-in-one that had tetanus, pertussis, diphtheria, and a couple other things that I'm not sure I can pronounce off the top of my head. Measles, meningitis. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't done building and coding all my life. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's what it is. What now? You can't I said measles, measles, and rubella. Oh, that's what yeah, the other two are. And then when she gets to be a year old, she'll get the chicken pox vaccine. Yes, which is really, really quite funny because you can still get the chicken pox even though you get the vaccine. Well, it's less likely that you'll get the chicken pox if you get the vaccine. And they give the vaccine because, you know, when when I was growing up, your vaccine to chicken pox was you got exposed to another kid with chicken pox until you got chicken pox. Um, oh, yeah. But apparently about 100 kids every year died of chicken pox because of that. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but when it's your kid, it sucks. So they came up with a vaccine. Which is much better. Apparently the shingles vaccine is the chicken pox set vaccine except um, a really strong version of it. Oh. Oh, this person in front of me has a Tesla. I don't want a Tesla. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Tesla, aside from being a genius, um, is also the name of a 100% electric car. It's really super expensive. It's like $50,000. And it doesn't look like a like, you know, a funny little box or an egg. It's a sports car. And okay. It's delicious. Looking. It is delicious looking. I want I have wanted one since they started selling them. Um at Washington Square, and Washington Square also has the charging stations for them. Mm. Washington Square being our local mall. Okay. Yes, and don't ask me why Washington Square is in Oregon. It just is. (laughs) Yes, you got to love those things. When that happens.
Sorry, I just got distracted there for a minute. Uh, radio. So, how did she do with her shots? She cried and I cried. <laughs> yeah, I we always hated Mondays at, at the office I worked at because Mondays was always shot day. <laughs> no, Tuesday. My mother corrected me. Tuesday was always shot day. Now that was the day when we would try to avoid going downstairs as much as possible. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Here's our other co-host. Hi, guys. It's Starboy. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I was just listening in on the floor. Yay, I got clapping. Oh, I feel special. And one of these days I'll remember to clap on you, Nishi, if I'm actually at the computer when I start the show. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> You'll probably be at the computer sooner than I will. This is insane. I don't know what happened. I don't remember asking all these people to live here. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe uh, everyone found out it was Melanie went to the doctor today, so everyone decided, okay, we're going to go out driving today. I guess. So I say that, that that's the, the issue right there. I suppose on the plus side, there's actual air conditioning in, in my car. There you go. So. There, there is always a plus in there someplace. Mm-hmm. So how has everyone's pony week been? Um... Not too bad, actually. Yesterday, I went with uh, my boyfriend and two other friends of mine to a flea market and did find some G3s and even a um, a Twinkle Eye G1. Ooh. Oh, which one? Oh, it's a blue Pegasus with popsicles on her. I can't remember which one it is. Sweet Pop. That's yep. it, Sweet Pop. Okay. Yeah, um, there was a lady that had her whole bucket of G3s, so I, I only got a couple because she wanted like three bucks each for them. Ouch. But we, yeah, Sweet Pop was the only G1 at that market, so I scooped her up. And she's actually quite and, pretty. And, yeah, I have a Sweet Pop, and she's a very pretty pony. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> I've actually been using a lot of pony puns this this week and didn't realize it. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, getting saddled with things. <laughs>
And, yeah. My Pony Week hasn't been very eventful, except I did find out that Build-A-Bear is getting Spike the Baby Dragon and Princess Twilight Sparkle, along with yes. her uh, outfit. Yes. Oh, I saw pictures of those. I get the, uh, the Build-A-Bear magazine, and I saw that yesterday. Yeah, I don't know if they still have Pinkie Pie, but they apparently still have Rainbow Dash. Yeah, I'm hoping I didn't miss out. Yeah, I still need Rainbow Dash. And Fred asked me yesterday, he said, do we really need all of them? <laughs> and um. my answer was yes. <laughs> because, I mean, well... Let's look at the history of the value of My Little Pony plushies. Yeah. They tend to maintain their value. Oh, yeah. G1 plushies, G3 plushies. And Build-A-Bears, anything that's above and beyond, you know, their normal stock... You know, like their normal bears, their normal dogs, their normal cats. Um, anything that is more in the unique items tends well, yeah, but to hold their value and go up. Well, yeah, well, and Build-A-Bear is unique in that not only is it like, you know, you watch your stuffed animal get stuffed and, and all of that, but... Even their regular stuff is fairly limited run. Yeah. And and that's what makes a collectible, is something that's made for a short time, and then it goes away. Yeah. Um, so I said, you know, something which, other than their... You know, the stuff that's other than their, as I said, their typical... Uh, brown bear, white bear, that they have all your round. So. So. But yeah, I saw that and it was like, cool. So. Actually, while we are talking about it, and also the other unique unique item that they have is they actually have the tracking actually built into the tracking you know when they make your bear they they have that double tag well they'll scan that tag They'll rip off part of it, stuff it into the bear, and that becomes a way that if the bear gets, like, say you go on vacation and you take it with you and say you leave it at the hotel, you can call up the hotel, they can get it back to Build-A-Bear, and Build-A-Bear will go ahead and get it back out to you. Yeah, I do seem to remember that when I made Pinkie Pie. Yep. 
and I don't think they have Pinkie Pie anymore. Yeah, I didn't see Pinkie Pie in their catalog for, uh, like, upcoming things. Yeah, Pinkie Pie is unfortunately gone. But that's okay, because Pinkie Pie is the one I got. I didn't get either of them yet. Well, it, you know, it, it's funny because originally when I went when I went in there to get a pony, I had wanted Rainbow Dash. And when I got in there, they were out of Rainbow Dash, but they still had Pinkie Pie. So I got Pinkie Pie. Yeah, because the website's showing they still have Rainbow Dash. So I guess I better get my happy butt... But to build a bear as quick as I can to get me my get me at least the rainbow dash. Yeah. And there I'm goes sure our technical. Yeah, well, it, my phone hadn't dropped a call during the show for the past few weeks, so it was about overdue. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we are talking about the lack of Pinkie Pie. Pinkie Pie is now sold out at Build a Bear. And you know, I never would have guessed that she had sold out first. Well, I think actually what happened was that Rainbow Dash may have been a little bit more popular. So they kept they've kept Rainbow Dash around longer is what I'm yeah. thinking. Maybe. That means Next week, I gotta take a trip to Build a Bear. <laughs> I gotta build me a pink. I gotta build me a, a rainbow dash and a, a Twilight Sparkle. Yeah, I'm still up in the air on Princess Twilight Sparkle because it she is, you know, a a winged unicorn. But and hold on for a second, I'm going to order coffee. Okay. Uh, Hello. Um, can I get a large ice um, annihilator with an extra shot? Um, mocha cappuccino. No, that's, that's probably that's probably good. Okay. And I need a new punch card. And for your tip jar. Thank you. Welcome, Cappuccino. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I I hope so. I haven't had a lot of sleep. I'll get you going. Well, can I get a new punch card? Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're Have a good day. 
Yeah, I just stopped by um, Dutch Brothers. Ah, okay. I have a question. What kind of drink? What's an annihilator? Yeah. An annihilator is a macadamia nut mocha. Oh, that sounds good. It is delicious. Yeah, my only complaint about Dutch Brothers is that their coffee is kind of weak. So, like, if you're the sort of person that likes the taste of coffee, Dutch Brothers is not the place to go. <laughs> However, it is the place to go if you're really tired and you're stuck in traffic and it's on your way home. Okay. Well, there you go.
yeah. or unlock parts of the estate. And by the time I got enough of the stuff to do it, the quest had expired. Yeah. And again, you can buy the stuff to complete the quest uh, or the, you know, the um, building things or, you know, unlocking parts of the estate. You can buy that stuff for actual money. But it just, it seems to me that you, you really shouldn't have to spend that much real money to buy something that's not real. Um, right. Or, you know, if it is going to be something that you have to spend real money on, it should be like a one-time fee per person. You know, like when you buy a console game, you know, you may be spending $60 on your console game or your computer game, but you get the whole game. You don't have to keep plugging money into it. Well, I can see the reason for it because, you know, they do have to pay the developers. Okay. But, um, but, but the developers of console games and computer games still have to get paid. And, again, you know, you may be paying between 30 and $60 for the game initially, but that's the only time you have to pay. And then you get the whole game. People spend more money in the long run on Facebook games than they do on console games. But you also have to look at they constantly keep working on the game. You figure a console game, once it's done, once it's developed, that's it. They're done. Well, to a certain point. There are games like uh, Oblivion and Skyrim where you can buy added-on content that are developed later. Right. But... But with the Facebook games, they're constantly adding stuff. They're constantly working on it. Because I've seen some of the lesser popular games, they will go away because, I mean, they still they have to pay these programmers to go ahead and develop this stuff. Yeah, I just, I got tired of it. And you know, the Facebook games aren't that complex. I don't think they're worth as much as people plug into it. You know? It gives me something to do. (laughs) But that's just it. It's a time sink, too. It does give you something to do, but it takes up vast quantities of, of time doing it. And you don't even realize how much time you're spending doing it. Until, you know, your stomach starts to growl and you realize you haven't eaten in four hours. Yeah, I do agree. Some of these games do too. talk uninterrupted and part of why I'm stuck in such bad traffic on the way home is because I took a different way home because I was supposed to pick her up 
and I sent her a message letting her know that I was on my way. And she said, oh, well, I'm not coming over now because her mate got off work early, and so she's going to spend the evening with him, which, you know, I totally understand the want to do that. But she knew an hour before I came to get, I, I, I was on my way out the door to get that, you know, from the doctor's office, and, and she didn't tell me. And so I got stuck in traffic because I went a different way. Yeah, I really hate it when people, you know, they'll promise to do something and then, you know, they'll they'll dump you. Well, and then she was like, "Well, you should have you should have um checked with me." And the thing is is once I ask you, "Hey, can you come over and do something?" To me, that's that's all the the checking I feel like I need to do. Yeah. Once you say yes, I expect you to do it. Well, yeah, that would make sense. Because if she wouldn't have been able, she she should have called and said, oh, I'm not doing it tonight. Especially if she did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on just a sec. Um, I would actually like um, a... A chicken version of the teriyaki burger, just a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and actually, I would like one of those pop tart ice cream sandwiches. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Pass one of those through the phone for me. Okay. Me too. Okay, would I see yours? Um, that's everything. Okay, if you prefer ice cream, please. Yes. That would be 568. Okay, thank you. Sorry for all the uh, all of the stops through the drive thru but um, that's what <laughs> that's what happens when uh, people kind of flake on you. You kind of have to yeah. change your plans on the fly. That's understandable, but you know, you keep doing this here. You're gonna, you're gonna make us want you to take and start showing some of this stuff through the phone. <laughs> well, I would take a picture of it, but I'm not in a position to do so. <laughs> ah. Thank you. I said thank you. Oh, no. There you go. Thank you. Is it it me or are people shocked when you say thank you? I think people are. You know, uh, good manners has kind of gone out the window in modern times. Yes. Well, see, I will always say thank you if, you know, they've treated me right. 
you know, if they've treated me like, you know, I just, like, bothered them, and it's like, you know, you are not getting a thank you out of me. (laughs) And my uncle and I, we had gone out to dinner on Saturday night, and I wasn't even done with my dinner yet. And it's a 24-hour restaurant. And the guy's asking me, what do I want for dessert? And I came very close to turning around and asking him, do you have a hot date? Because if you do, you can just hand this off to someone else. <laughs> wow, yeah, that seems kind of pushy. Yeah, I hate it when pe- when when um, people do that, and it's not like they're closing. Well, you know, I mean, because I he asked if it was a restaurant that was, like, getting ready to close and they needed to know. Right. And then he brought it to me, and I'm still not done with my, my dinner, and it's ice cream. Thank you. Thank you. You know, ice cream has that tendency to melt if you wait. Well, well yeah, it becomes a milkshake. So, um, when I worked at the school, I would always go, before work, I would go and have, like, a little bit of a dinner. Sometimes it would just be, like, a salad and soup. Sometimes I would have a full dinner. And because they knew I had to be out of there at a certain time, you know, they would get my enti- the, the waitresses there knew me very well. They would get my entire order right down to my dessert, but I still had enough time to eat. I'm by they brought my salads and they would drop my soup so that my soup could get cooled off. And then once I was done with all that, they'd leave me alone for a couple of minutes, drop my dinner. I would consume that, and after that, then they would drop my dessert. So they had it all down to a science with you. Oh, yeah. And the funniest thing is, they always knew what kind of soup I wanted, because I always ordered the same thing. (laughs) I would always get the mozza bowl. There would always be my salad with Italian dressing. After a while, sometimes they would just come come up to me and go, okay, are you ordering your usual or are you actually ordering dinner? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if the guy was ending his shift, he should have said, is there, uh, my shift is ending, is there anything else I can get you before I leave? And then if right. he said, uh, I'm good for now, then he should have said, okay, well, this person is going to finish up being your waiter. Yeah. But he probably just didn't want to share the tips with them. Probably. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, Go ahead. We are already been handed off another table because the girl that was taking care of that table was leaving. 
So it's not like he had like any place he needed to go right then and there. I am sorry that is one of my pet peeves. I understand these smaller restaurants, you know, family-owned places. Your tips—that's your money. But also, having lived off of those tips, because my mother used to waitress at those little places, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if you treat me like you're trying to rush me out the door just because you don't want to work, well, you know what, you're getting crap for you're lucky you're two bucks yeah. out of me. I mean, you best better be very happy you got that two bucks out of me. Because I was always a really good tipper. Well, yeah. Well, and the thing about being a waiter or working in any sort of uh, hospitality industry is you are working in a hospitality industry. Right. You know, customer service needs to be your first priority. Because, oh, yeah. It, it, you know, there's no point in offending someone by rushing them. Exactly. Because you want to make sure you get the tips because you're not going to be tipped well in that case anyway. Right. Because you know, smaller, uh, restaurants, you know, smaller restaurants, that's, that's your big money because you the minimum wage for waitresses and waiters in family restaurants is two twenty five an hour. Because their tips get calculated into that. Not in Oregon. Well, some states it might be different. Most states it probably is different, but in the state of Illinois for waiters and waitresses, it is two dollars and twenty five cents in these little mom and pop places. Okay. Well, it's, it's like that. It's like that in Maryland too for the chain restaurants, not not just the mom and pop places. Well, nope. Um, in Oregon, minimum wage is minimum wage. It is the minimum wage. So they can't because tips are not consistent, and they can't. Um, you can't get, be guaranteed a certain amount of tips. Um, minimum wage is minimum wage for all industries unless you're compensation only. And that's a whole different can of worms. Right. Um, that's for, like, independent contractors and stuff. Um, right. Yeah, minimum wage is minimum wage. So minimum wage in Oregon is $8.96. 95 cents an hour? Well, it's way more than Illinois. Yeah, but then again, our cost of living is way more than Illinois. Mm. We, have the we have the second highest cost of living of any state, the highest being Seattle. Uh, we have the highest tax bracket. For our mm. income taxes, we are the highest. 
and our state still claims they don't have any money. Go figure. <laughs> Do you have property taxes? Hmm? Oh, yeah, we have property taxes. Those are humongous, too. And the state still claims they don't have any money. <laughs> and I bet you you guys have a sales tax, too. Yup, and the state still claims we have no money. <laughs> somebody needs to audit your state. I don't matter. You guys have a very low population. No, we have a very high population. Then your state should have plenty of money because we have property taxes and income taxes, but we do not have a sales tax. See, we have all of that. And some counties are higher than others. So... I think this is why um, our state is currently under investigation. That could be. I mean, it's pretty funny because um, years ago, the state had Cigna health insurance, and it was a pay-per-plan, and which means they paid per claim that came in. The state would send the money into to Cigna to go ahead and pay the claim. Yeah. Well, at first it was okay, you'll get your check. At first, they paid right away. Then it was, you'll get your money within four weeks. Then it was four to eight weeks. Then it was eight to 12 weeks. Uh, I kid you not, now the explanation of benefits actually have it on there that they basically say, you will eventually get paid. really shifty. I have we have sickness for our um health coverage too, but it Well see what it is it's the state it's the state has to send the money to Sigma to pay the bills. Ah. And the so, state and that's is what they're waiting for. Exactly the state I mean the state is behind on paying bills up to a year and a half the last time I looked. Because I kid you not, you got to the point when you were calling up Cigna, you weren't calling on claim status. You were calling up to go, okay, where are you guys at on paying claims? What data service are you guys up to paying claims for this policy, for this plan? I worked, um, I worked medical, medical collections. And I had told my coworkers that one time, and they were telling me, oh, yeah, right, that's a load of crock. And it's like, you're going to tell me that's a load of crock. I've been doing this for 10 years, and you've been doing this for, what, two months? <laughs> <laughs> so one day they had called, and they got off the phone, and they said, I think this insurance company is BSing me. I said, Why? They said because they're paying, they're not paying claims for this data service yet. They're paying claims for this data service. So let me guess. Well, it's Digna State of Illinois, isn't it? How did you know? It's like, once again, who has been doing this for 10 plus years? (laughs) 
So But yeah, as I said, according to the state, they're poor. <laughs> I say they take every politician in the state, cut out their expense expense accounts, make them pay for everything, and holy cow, we would not have a deficit. We'd actually have money left over. <laughs> That would be a great idea for Maryland, too, but it's never going to happen. Oh, that'd be a great idea for the entire United States. <laughs> Cut out the expense accounts. <laughs> you pay for your own gosh darn vacation. Well. And my God, we would not have a deficit, but we would have some money left over. This is why my mother and I will never be elected president. (laughs) Because our platform is common sense. You can't apply common sense to government. It doesn't work. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I don't have any pony news, but I do have some news. What's that? I am getting a new laptop. Yay! Yes, I will now have a laptop that will actually go to MLPland.com. So you can actually get on the site we're using. Yes. <laughs> because it's getting pretty bad. I'm, and I said some websites aren't coming up. Uh, I tried to use Yahoo Messenger last night. It booted up. It logged in. I went to go use it, and it crashed. Uh. So. I think the poor thing is on her last legs. Yeah. I have some few I it's I have nothing to do with her party. So I'm currently just like an expect mother. I'm I'm going on to sell dot com and tracking my my items. <laughs> I kept waiting for it to finish processing. Then it went into production. I'm waiting for it to stay shipped. Okay. Um, I need to use a little pony drum. So I will okay. be right back. Okay. Okay. We'll be here. Yeah, yeah. I believe she's home. <laughs> So we're almost ready to start on tonight's gear. Yes. Well, the next year. Not yes. that it'll, we'll finish the whole list in one night, I don't think. No, you got, you guys will probably end up finishing it either next week or the week after. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm here. 
Well, in all honesty, there's not a whole lot to 2000, the 2009 year. No. It's all bore, I mean, core seven. <laughs> and it's the start of G3.5. Scary. <laughs> Make everybody shudder a little bit. But yes, I think we will eventually st- have to start the Ponyville's and the playset ponies. Mhm. I can't wait for that. Well, the playsets for G three were kind of fun. Oh yeah. I think playsets for any of the years were always were always fun. they're always fun. Mhm. Except for for. Except for G4s. Well, some of them are neat, but then the other ones are kind of... Eh, I don't know. But it's still sort of early on in the line, so there's no telling. They might come out with something really neat for their play yeah. sets. Yeah, they may eventually, you know... Figure it out and do something right. I hope. <laughs> oh, but. but yeah, I ended. I I spent the weekend with my uncle. Yeah, my mother. My mother and I were actually talking today, and we both sat there and we both agreed. This weekend was the first weekend since I was a little girl that I have actually spent an entire weekend alone, almost an entire weekend alone with my uncle. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. And granted, yeah, I had to spend like 16 hours of it working. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't take off the entire weekend because I just don't have that much personal time available to me? Yes. Oh, yeah. I calculated it. I still have, you know, I've already taken up almost two weeks. I've taken up just a little over two weeks of personal time off this year. I still have two more weeks coming. Wow, really? Yes. I work for a company that um, are basically a branch of a European company. And, you know, in Europe, their idea of PTO time, four weeks, here you go. (laughs) Go have fun. Hmm. So you start there and you have four weeks of personal time that you can accumulate. Well, just when you start. Yeah. You get hired you know, your first year, you're, you can accumulate four hours, four, four weeks of PTO time. Wow. Yeah, wow. I have never had a job where, I, where I've had that. I'm, it's always usually been, if I'm lucky, a week, maybe two weeks. And then you have to work your way up to four weeks. Okay. 
and I've always ran out of time by t- like middle of the year or something. But I mean, it's just like, wow, I've I've already used up over two weeks, and I still got two weeks coming. My God. <laughs> Because, I mean, I'm not used to all that time. And then at the end of the year, you can roll over two weeks. So if you don't take any time off next year, you have like six weeks of PTO time. Wow. But then you have to either take four weeks or lose them. Mm. So, but yeah, it's just like wow, really. <laughs> yeah. So it is just definitely a very big wow factor as to. My God, I don't know what to do with all this time off. <laughs> well, because you look wow. at it and it's like... That, well, four weeks of time off, is that's almost a month. That is a month. Yeah. It's a month, wor- a month worth, worth of time off. Which is traditional in Europe. Oh. I mean, minimum is four weeks. So. So we're in 2009 now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I've got the page up. Woo-hoo. So, yeah, we're going to end up, I think, yeah, we're going to end up skipping between um, G3 and the G3 5. breaded and fried, yeah, everything. I love onions. Yes. <laughs> breaded and fried is the only time onions are acceptable. I love onions. You obviously don't have reflux. <laughs> yeah, but I still love onions. <laughs> That's why. If you have reflux, even if you loved onions, they would not love you. They don't, but I still love them. (laughs) 
I'm going to have to probably rename this show. Oh, what is that? Well, this, um, I've been calling it G3, so for this show and for the rest of the G, for this year, 2010, I'm going to have to call it the G, uh, G3. Dash 3.5. Oh yeah, because now we have to we have to start the tree uh, the 3.5 line. Yeah. Eh. For actually this year and the rest of the years, because uh, we have to remember, fair ponies still remained in the G3, the G3, the G3 line. That's true. Hey, does anyone know when Comic Con is? Uh, um, which one? Because I think the San Diego Comic Con was a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. Portland Comic Con is in um, September. Yeah. Oh, honey. Honey, you're okay. Oh, there's milk. Let me finish eating, then you can eat, okay? Only one of us can eat at a time, okay? I wonder. Can't throw. Because if I were to try to eat this with you eating... It would not work out. <laughs> Very nice. They came up with this sandwich back when their motto was, if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh. Here's your binky. Oh, okay. Come on your binky. Yeah. Oh. Has anyone seen the Comic-Con pony for this year? Um, yeah, I think it's, it's um the G4 pony vinyl scratch, isn't it? Yeah. And she's like an old, yeah, TJ Pone 3 or whatever. I, I call her Vinyl Scratch because it's easier to say. This is the uh, the stupidest and ugliest pony I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah, because she's an all-white, she's a white unicorn. Okay, her hair... Is molded plastic. Her hair and her and her, her mane, her tail, and instead of eyes, they made it look like she had she has like you know sunglasses on, painted on sunglasses with eyelashes sticking out from very far on one side. And it looks like they took her her feet. 
and just dunk them in glitter. Let me see if I can find it. You can go on the Hasbro, actually, um, search Comic-Con Pony, or no, just search Comic-Con, and click on My Little Pony, and you'll find her. Oh, let's see. I know I've seen a picture of her. Oh my gosh, on eBay she's going for four hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, on Hasbro, she's fifty dollars. Okay, here she is. Yeah, I got her. She's going for like the lowest price on eBay is about thirty thirty one dollars. Yeah, so if you actually want this monstrosity, because I think she's just ugly. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say she's ugly, but she's definitely not interesting. No. And I'm really disappointed that once again... It's a background character pony. It's not a unique pony just for Comic-Con. Which, once again, they're pushing towards towards the bronies. I hate to say it like that, but they are. Well, I think she's pretty. I just... I. I don't know. I don't think that the the glitter on her feet was completely necessary. I do think it's kind of neat that her box lights up, though. I like that. That's a yeah. neat little feature. But is but does that make it worth fifty dollars? Mm, no, I don't think so. Well, yeah, Ooh, I mean, they... and oh, this no. isn't exactly like, I mean, you can get the DJ Pone, Pone E Pony, um, like, in the Nightmare Moon box set. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, this is a pony <laughs> that's basically already out. Right, it's a pony that's already out. And I I hate this part that says, you know, this is a special edition pony figure. You know, don't miss this one-of-a-kind, you know, version of your most famous, most fabulous pony friend. Except we've already made this in a in a brushable size and <laughs> yeah. The only difference here is she looks like you know just your run of the mill um, decoration. I mean, I don't like the fact that it's the styling size, but 
she's got the sculpted mane and tail. I'd like to have the brushable mane and tail because the last oh, special edition pony they did was a styling size with the brushable mane and tail, so I don't understand why they went, went to the molded version. Right. Wait, she's a styling size? Well, she's she's a, about around that size. She's not a regular brushable size from what I understand. See, Hasbro's not given any dimensions on her like they normally do. Well, because she looks like she's about the same size as the um, the the molded hair ponies that you get at like Hot Topic. Okay, and I haven't seen those. Okay. And now I'm noticing that the the art of eating quickly. Yes, you tend to do that. Okay, I'm noticing like on these quote unquote exclusives, they actually have ages adult. Adult collectible, this is not a toy. I mean, really, we don't need to be told what is a collectible. Well, I guess they're figuring for, like, um, adults that would be buying it and thinking, oh, I can give it to my kid. Well, they did have one thing in the Comic-Con that was very strange that I can't explain. Uh, called, um, Carabricks. Okay. And they were supposed to be an exclusive for the convention, too. And all they were were basically, like, bricks of plastic molded to look like the different ponies. What were they? They're called Carabricks, C-H-A-R-A. And I'm looking at one here. I saw information posted um, on the arena about them a couple weeks ago. But they made, like, three different versions of, I think it was Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, and one of the other ponies. And they're just plastic bricks that they made for the Comic-Con. Yeah, okay. Oh, know. by I'm the way, to to convince my husband that we need to go to Portland Comic Con because Avery Brooks will be there, mm. hmm. as well as uh, quite a few talented voice actors and Jewel um, 
Stady, who was uh, in Firefly and Serenity, and Dave uh, Giantoli, who is the main character in Grimm, which is filmed in Portland. Ah. Oh, that's kind of cool. I would I would do it just for Avery Brooks though. I don't I don't know if I was the only one who watched Deep Space Nine, but I love okay. Avery Brooks as uh, Commander Cisco, Captain Cisco. Ooh. Yeah. He was I remember awesome. Deep Space Nine. Yes, he was awesome. Okay, I have just seen the most bizarre thing in the world. Do you share? The, uh, My Little Pony Equestria Girls Doll and Pony Sets. Oh, those, yeah. Princess Celestia is the weirdest looking doll I have ever seen. She looks like the undead. Yeah, she did not really translate well into a doll with um the fact that her natural body color is, you know, white. It's not exactly a very good skin tone. Well, Rainbow Dash looks like Frankenstein because <laughs> of that blue. <laughs> now, Applejack looks like, you know, she belongs on the Jersey Shore. Spray on tan orange. Yep. Fluttershy looks okay. Pinkie Pie looks like she has a sunburn. (laughs) I I can't even begin to explain Twilight Sparkle. She held her breath too long. There you go. So this may Hello. actually work. <laughs> so, so Rose City Comic Con is on September twenty first and twenty second, and there is a form for media coverage. Do we want me to attempt to do that? Hmm. And ha- have us have a special edition of My Little Pony Talk? We could attempt to do that, yeah. Sounds like it might be fun. I will look into it. We could attempt to do that. Um, I might be very silent because I'll be working if we do it that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we'll 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 find a way to make it work. But let me see if there's going to be anything My Little Pony-ish there first. Okay. 
But I do have to say this does warrant a trip down the My Little Pony aisle just to see these things in person. Yeah, the Equestria Girl dolls are... I've heard mixed reviews on them. I'm still not sure about them myself. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay, 2009, correct? Yep. Okay, let's see if we can get through the first seven. (laughs) Shouldn't be hard. (laughs) Are we ready? I'm ready. I guess we're all ready. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds that way. Well, first up on the block is Cherry Lee with a cowboy hat. And uh, this Cherry Lee, along with having the cowboy hat, also has um, some decorations on her feet. Uh, It is uh, yellow flowers. Um with stems and leaves growing out of grass, but it's only on the display side. Yeah. Which... And that's about the only way she's different from... I think Any other version? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it makes no sense. Basically, you have daisies on her feet, but yet you have cherry blossoms on her butt. You know, it it makes no sense. You know, I think it would have made more sense if they attempted to make little cherry blossom trees growing up her legs. Or cascading down her legs, having just cherry blossoms cascading down. Oh, that would be pretty. That would be beautiful. But, yeah, you'll notice that this cowboy hat has Scootaloo's butterfly because this is basically just a new coloration of Scootaloo's hat. Yep. You know, it's kind of lazy. They just recolored an old thing. Yeah, it doesn't even really make sense for her. Because it's got a butterfly. Yeah. Well, it makes about as much sense as Pinkie Pie with a tiara. Which is our next pony. Yes. And Um, and apparently this Pinkie Pie, along with having a giant yellow tiara for no particular reason also seems to have some sort of painted design on her chest to look like a necklace. Yes. It goes 
yeah, down her chest and around her neck. Um, but, I mean, at least that's something different on the Pinkie Pie. Oh, yeah. At least there's something different. Yeah, I can't really see the detail on the tiara, but it is a giant yellow tiara. Yeah. Otherwise, that's all I have to say about it since I can't see the details. You're back again? Yes, I'm back again. (laughs) Just in time for Pinkie Pie. (laughs) Are we sure that's a good thing? Well, actually, we're on to Rainbow Dash now. Oh, well, see, better then, I guess. We're We're dashing off with Rainbow Dash with a bag. Yeah, it is. And it's not really a bag purse. It's a. It's not a Gucci purse. It's definitely not a Gucci purse. It looks like it wants to be a fashion purse, but we know that it's not really. Yeah. And then she also has a painted-on necklace, much like Pinkie Pie did. But it's a pearl necklace. That's true. This one is a pearl necklace with a pink bow on it for some reason. Don't ask me why. To match your purse. Yeah. Well, but I have a pearl necklace. It does not have a bow on it. Well, there are some with bows on them. Yes, but they're bows that are crested in Swarovski crystals or diamonds. They're not big pink bows. Yes, well... Otherwise, it's just the same, you know, rainbow dash. Okay, actually, there are some, but it's mostly due to the fact that, let me pull it up, Um, the pink bow is more the tie in the back of the necklace. Because I just looked it up. It's actually, well, no, there is actually one design that pearl and pink bow necklace, and it's a big, huge, gaudy-looking pink bow. Well, and I'm sure there's an old lady out there somewhere that wears it. And it pretty much looks like the same design for uh, her necklace. So maybe that's where they got the inspiration from. Maybe. Maybe. But up next we have Scootaloo with a tennis racket. My God, it's a pony that makes sense. Although what she's doing wearing candy corns on her feet, I'll never know. (laughs) I think they're supposed to be tennis shoes. Well, her tennis shoes look like candy corns, but at least they're on all four feet. Yes. (laughs) They got it right. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. And the tennis racket is purple, so it actually matches Scootaloo really well. Oh, yes. 
Yep, as bizarre as her painted on shoes are, I think so far this is the best one we've seen out of these. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. We have not seen Star Song with her radio. Oh, that's well, kind of cute. Cool. Yeah. You have to admit, Star Song with her radio, first of all, stays true to her character because she is the singer. She has a little, um, little you know, radio that attaches to her hoof, her front hoof, and coming off of that as a design on her are little music notes that go all the way up through her wings. And it, it looks, looks like it's coming out of the radio, so that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. And the radio is not just a remake of the the same radio that's been with all the other ponies. It's no, its it own is thing. A, yes, finally, something different. But this yeah, it's actually a cute little design for the radio, too. Yeah. They finally did yeah, something that's a mook. Wait, someone should describe that radio. Do you want to take that? Sure. Well, it's like a bright pink color, and the middle of the radio is heart-shaped. Then it's got kind of swirly design coming out from the sides of the heart that make up the rest of the radio. And it's got... Like little J-shaped sides for the handle, and it's kind of hard to tell some of the details on it in this picture, but it looks like it's yeah, got some buttons on it. But yeah, it's actually a neat little design. Yeah, it's definitely not your typical, you know, item. Yeah, so far I like this one the best now. I, I love it. I like it too because it, is, it does have a uniqueness to it. And it's not the same rehash. I think it's, I, I do think it's neat, but... There's another pony in this line that I like better than this one, actually. Could it be Sweetie Belle with her lollipop? Oh, well, she is cute, but actually I was thinking of one after Sweetie Belle. Okay, well, let's let's describe Sweetie Belle. Yeah. Now, Sweetie Belle is basically the same old Sweetie Belle, except that she has lollipops. Um, yellow lollipops and orange lollipops, the swirly kind, going down her leg. And there's a big one up off to the side of her heart. And then she's got a lollipop that attaches to her leg. It's, again, a swirly lollipop with a yellow bow slash handle and uh, light pink and dark pink swirls. And it, it, again, goes with her character. Um, from what I can 
tell from, at least from the opening, Sweetie Belle likes sweets and baking and stuff. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, that she definitely does. But I'm guessing the one you like is Miss Tularula. I hate to say it, with a rehash item. Yeah, but it's 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 just kind of cute with her. Yes, uh, Tularula with her palette. And it it is a complete rehash of the original one, except for without her beret. Yeah, this Tularula has um, light pink, light sea foam, and light yellow splotches of paint on her, which um, are mostly repeated in her palette, except her palette seems to have the light sea foam purple and light pink. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's cute, but I still think I like Star Songs a little bit better. Yeah. Well, why, where else did we have that palette? I couldn't... I didn't remember when we had that before. Mm-hmm. Um, The very last year when they just started um, the Core 7... Pull it oh, up. okay. Tula Ruler with her artist hat. Oh, oh. I know she had a palette. Hold on. Maybe not. Or it might be the year before that. I don't remember. But I know she had it. I think it was in one of the play sets, the little miniature oh. Okay. So. But my God, look at that. We got we went through all seven in very quickly. In, re- in record time. Yes. Now, do we want to jump into the 3.5s? Well, why don't we um, skip over three styles until um, we're done with all the regular T3s? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Okay, so let's move on to the dress-up accessory playset. Dancing fun with Star Song, and they do not have a picture. So hold on one second. Let me see if into the sea. Has it? Hold on. This is where we do have to start jumping around from one website to the next. Because as we get further and further in, 
is when we start, you know, missing out on some of them. Okay. Well, weren't we going to uh, do playsets separately? I don't think this is really a playset. Well, sort of is. It has a lot of accessories. Okay, we can go ahead and skip this set then. We just have to remember mm -hmm. to come back to it. Oh, we will. Um... Easter okay, Easter ponies. Okay. okay. Easter ponies. Oh, wow. These are going to be quick to describe. Oh, yeah. We got a cheery Lee with blue bunny ears. <laughs> yep, and it's in the core pose. It's more like a carousel pony pose. And not yep. like an MGR, but I mean like a pony that looks like it would be a carousel horse. Yeah. It's okay, not a regular pose. It has a different head. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I don't have a picture of the Chirali with the chocolate egg. Let me see if uh, I, I think she was. I think it was the same one as the 2009 Easter Chirali. It just had a little chocolate egg in the package with it. Okay, well, let me see. I just want to see if I can pull up a... Oh! Did you find it? Almost there. Okay. Yeah, if you look on the wiki and if you Google uh, Cheerilee Lee with the chocolate eggs, you'll be able to pull it up. And yes, it is the same Cheerilee Lee with a milk chocolate egg, which I never saw that in the stores. Me neither. So I wonder if maybe this was a European exclusive. Maybe. It just didn't have the usual European writing on it. and chocolate egg zero exclusive. 
our Easter reminder. Yeah, it is a um, it is a Europe European exclusive. Because it's um, Kinder Egg. Oh, that would be why. Easter reminder, Kinder Eggs banned in United States. <sighs> yeah. Because I was... Um, looking and it says uh, 120KE 120KE yeah it says that on the box Thank you. 
Okay. Okay. Up next is uh, Pinkie Pie in her egg, her Easter egg case. And it's actually the same Pinkie Pie that we just talked about because she has that same necklace design. She just has a different tiara. Yeah, she has a purple tiara this time with a butterfly brush. And do you want to take the rest of the accessories, Summer? Uh, yeah. Well, she's, in addition to the butterfly brush, she's also got, looks like uh, a pink basket with a white flower on it. And a pie, it's a yellow pie on a blue plate with a little serving knife that's got one slice of pie on it. And it's just all in an egg-shaped case. Yep. That's pretty much it. Oh, wait, sorry. Wait, hold on. Are you going to get proper sound effects? There you go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we ready to talk about the last uh, Easter pony? You guys go for it. I need to get the butt paste. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's Rainbow Dash with with that's your cue. Funny ears. And that's it. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. Yep, that's pretty much how everybody feels. No, I think this is pretty much what everyone feels about about uh for any core seven. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, yes, you could go that way, too. (laughs) I mean, they just keep getting more and more, 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 more boring. About the only exciting things they had... With this set was the um, individual ponies. Well, that's where all the good ones are. That's where the common ponies and stuff. You think we can get through them all? Uh, How much time do we have? 20 minutes. Hmm. This is true, but I don't want to miss some. And I'm not going to be on the show for the next two weeks. Well, we could probably get through a couple of them. 
Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start off with the first art pony. Which truly brings about the idea and picture of art. And this is kind of right there. The more or less the end of their their artistic abilities. And they do have a few more coming up. But pretty much this is the start of the end of um, anything that's really artistic and not just rehashing of characters and stuff like that. Yeah, because she's actually got a really cool design. Yeah, and it is on both sides. It, she literally looks like an aquarium. That's the easiest way to go ahead and describe her. Because I think we could spend a good half hour on just her design alone. Because she does have dozens of fish. She has a coral reef. Um, her hair. I love the color. The fact that she's a dark sea green at the bottom, and slowly it gets lighter and lighter, and then at the top of her head it's white. Yeah, and her hair does the same thing. Her tail is that dark sea green. But once it hits the bottom of her head and it starts turning into that lighter shade of blue-green, her hair starts to turn to that lighter shade of blue-green. And then once it hits the white part, it turns white. Yeah, this pony is actually well worth having. Yeah. I don't see it yet, um, but I want it. Her eyes are just a solid purple with just little white dots. Um, who wants to describe her blaze? Oh, I can do that. Okay. Well, her blaze has, there's three, looks like three goldfish, and they have um, bubbles coming out. So it sort of looks like the fish are sort of playing in the bubbles. Yeah. And so I think... Um, the design is actually raised. It looks like it's it does look three D design. I think it might be the shading on it, but it does look very three D. Well, if you go through the picture, they kind of do look like they are three D. Oh, they do. I wonder if you know they are. This looks a lot like a pony that I bought for a friend of mine a while back that um, Dot Bunny had made. And mm. it was a pony that she called Nibbles, or Nibbles or Nibbler, something like that. And it was an ocean pony, but it also had a shark on it. And it was, you know, realistic design and pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, this one is also awesome, and also the fact that the design doesn't mirror itself on both sides. It's two—it's di- basically two totally different design aspects because all the fish are different. Well, yeah, they are. So it kind of looks like it's an all-over design instead of just 
flipped on the other side. Right. Which I think they should have done more of. I agree. And I love the box. The box mirrored like it was in the ocean. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So the art ponies definitely were art ponies. And the next one, it isn't as dramatic as its first one. It's the orange pop pony. I think this one's design is only on one side because they're only showing one side. Hmm. See, I did not like this design. It kind of looks... Who wants to describe this girl? It reminds me of wasps and yellow jackets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, wasps and yellow jackets and stuff. You've never seen any of those. But you certainly have something to say about it. Yeah, yeah, you certainly have something to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. We love bony, we love bony, pony baby's opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's her opinion. Yes, she also says she needs to hiccup. Aww. Aww. Poor pony baby. And she says she's fussy. Aww. Poor fussy pony baby. Senorita fussy pants. Senorita fussy pants. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh. So, are we ready for the next gal? Finish describing this gal? Uh, sure. Well, she is orange. (laughs) She is an orange pony. And her details are in black and orange. Just striped. Um, she has two, like, lightning bolts going down her legs, white and black at the tips of her feet. And right on her back is a flash of black with some blue, kind of, like, polka dotted on there. Hold on a second. <laughs> she, she is really... Really stating her opinion about this pony. Oh, Melzy. Yes, I am sure I want one of those. <laughs> Well, we had a very big discussion over the weekend as to whether or not I actually want to have a baby. <laughs> Aww. 
<laughs> I say yes, and everyone else says a dog. <laughs> yep. The doctor says she's almost getting to the age where I need to start putting my foot down. Once she hits about three or four months, you know, I'm going to have to limit her her exposure to TV. Uh, and I'm going to have to start teaching her, like really sleep training her. It's still a little too early, but we're definitely reaching that point where she's developing wants as well as needs. And voicing her on them. Okay. All right, so let's continue with describing the orange top tone. Okay. And at her eye, over her her eyes and her in one ear, it's painted black with some blue accents around the eye. The eyeball itself is actually all black with a little bit of white. And her, Hold on a second. Hold on a second. All right, go ahead. Okay. And her hair and her mane is blue and white, and her tail is the same light blue. So... She's kind of interesting. She's kind of not. Well, it's an interesting color combination, but the design itself on the overall pony is just sort of random lines and shapes. I mean, it doesn't really have much personality to it, like the ocean one did. Right. But it can still be called an art pony in that it is a complementary color scheme, the orange and the blue. And it's very bright orange and blue, too. Yes. Yeah. Hence why they call it orange pop. Oh, that makes sense now. Yes. But our next pony is the most famous of them all. I have this one. I do, too. I think we all do. <laughs> oh, I don't, but she's really neat. I first got to see her. I actually got to see the big, huge prototype for her at uh, the t- 2009 fair. It was... It was there just about, like, a few weeks before she was actually released on Hasbro.com. And we, of course, are talking about Junko Mizuno. Mizuno. Mizuno, sorry. And she is... Oh, yeah. This is actually named after the designer who did design her. She was part of the 25 uh, pony designs 
that were done special for My Little Pony, and I believe this is the only one that was actually mass-produced. Well, Junko Mizuno is a famous comic book artist. Uh, She has a tendency to do kind of zombie goth, yet incredibly cute stories, like based on, like, Cinderella and things like that. And her work was also seen in um, Shoujo Beat magazine when it was released. Mm. Um, she did the art for the horoscopes. Awesome. Oh, neat. So if uh, if any of our listeners or hosts or co-hosts have um, any of the Shoujo Beat magazines, if you go back and look at the horoscopes, you will find that all the horoscope characters, Scorpio, Cancer, etc., were drawn by Junko Mizuno in her classic style. Um, and, again, it's sort of a macabre, gothic sort of style, but also incredibly cute. So you'll have Taurus eating steak. Um, you know, Cancer eating a crab. Um, things like that. But done in such a way that they're adorable, and you're just like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> and um, this pony is no exception to that rule. Um, her overall color is, I want to say, a grayish purple, a grayish lavender. Yeah, it really is sort of that grayish purple color. Um, it's you know, very similar to the sort of color that G1 Blossom is, um, except a little more vibrant because of the difference in plastic and stuff. Yeah. And then the biggest part parts of her design, the simplest parts of her design, are a bit of a darker lavender, and it looks like drops of water going down all of her legs. Uh, she has a swirly type design on on her blaze, around her eyes. Well, look around, like on her legs are um, they're flames, purple flames. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, under her eyes is a series of black dots going from largest to smallest. Um, there's barely any iris to her eye. It's mostly pupils and then really dark yeah. eyelashes. And then um, flower-shaped splotches, which are very um, classic Junko Mizuno, um, along her, her muzzle and on her the sides of her nose. And then um, kind of an octopus squid design on, on the... Uh, I suppose body suit that the pony is painted with, and again, well, I think that's, I think that's actually supposed to be more like her dress, maybe. I haven't decided what it's what kind of clothing it's supposed to be, but it's definitely supposed to be clothing of some kind. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, the the squid-like designs are again very um, classic Junko Mizuno because the characters in her her manga also happen to have that that squid-like quality. <laughs> and it, it it's just part of her overall aesthetic. Mm. Well, the other two things that are included with this pony are first that fur that furry hat, which is really 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 cute, and her shoes. If anyone wants oh. to go, so the clear shoes. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of and looking because they're just like a clear plastic, and it sort of looks like they're held on with a black string. Yeah, in truth, they're they're actually um, stuck to the pony. You can't remove them. No. But they they are supposed to look like I think that the almost like a sandal type shoe. Yeah. Yeah, and as I said, I remember seeing her in the huge design in the huge display case. Actually I believe I do have the pictures from that. I want to say I have pictures from that. Hold on. Because I know I took pictures of, I had to have taken pictures of that. Because I remember taking a lot of pictures during that that during that convention. Uh, I have to go ahead and power up my. Uh, oh, we're about to lose our non-existent live audience. <laughs> Do you want to say good night? Well, sure, why not? Good night, honey. Hmm? Pony night night, live audience. That isn't there, but good night nonetheless. Yes, pony night nights. I'm still going to make it, I'm still going to make it. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Body Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, like, maybe they're under vacation photos. Convention. Here we go. Aha. I do have it. I do actually have the picture of the large version. And actually the large version, it doesn't have that, um, because as I said, this is the prototype for the smaller version. doesn't have all the flowers going down her blaze. It has one single flower, 
right, basically right above her nose. Hmm. Huh. So, and I have two pictures of her. I have the far away picture and I have the close up picture. Ooh, excuse me. So. You know, the crazy thing about the Junko Mizuno pony is uh, Cala Vista helped me, helped me get this pony. She was going to buy a whole bunch of them and ask for pre-orders and stuff. And I purchased this pony before I even knew what it would look like, just because she <laughs> said Junko Mizuno. That's all she had to say. There you go. And uh, she was even nice enough to debox it for me and uh, give me a discount for getting a deboxed one. Cool. So, although she does still have all the little, the, the little things that they put in the hair to keep the hair nice, she does still have all those in her hair. I didn't remove them. Yes. Yes, I have um here we go. I have her listed as Junko Mizuno must get her. <laughs> <laughs> when I organized them I said must get them. Must get her. So Yep, Junko Mizuno is uh I I really enjoy her art style in the manga world, particularly because it is so drastically different from what everybody else does. I mean, it is truly a unique and cute and beautiful and creepy sort of style. Yeah. And I firmly believe that the reason why this pony is the the gray lavender with the dark gray lavender is because it's probably a zombie pony. Most of her zombie characters have designs similar to this and this sort of color scheme that I've seen. I'm definitely getting a zombie vibe from this one. It's kind of what I thought of when I first saw her. Yeah. Yep. Junko Mizuno definitely... Um, finds a way to make zombies cute and adorable and squid-like. <laughs> in fact, as I recall, the Cinderella story she did was about a girl who fell in love with the zombie prince, and so she tried to turn herself into a zombie so she could be with him. Aww. And go to the zombie ball, and it was all very adorable in a strange, creepy sort of way. And I believe well, that creepy. one was featured in my husband's uh, Shonen Jump magazine. Oh. Very cool. Neither of which are in publication anymore, which is so sad. At least not in the United States. I don't know if they're still going in Japan. I don't, you know, they might be. But what it is is probably the publisher who is doing all the translation probably stopped. So. 
Well, I'm going to use the little pony's room again. Okay. So do we think we can do a couple of more? Oh. Looks like we have lost Summer, and unfortunately, at this point in the game, it is permanent, because there is no calling back in. So we will have to see if Nishi will allow us to do two more ponies. Because there's two more ponies I would love to talk about. I don't know if she will. I hope she will. Do I really want to talk about these two? All right. I could hear you from the from the bathroom. <laughs> we lost our other co-host again, and uh, yeah, there's two other ponies you want to do, which I'm guessing are the San Diego Comic Con pony and the U.S. Fair pony. Yes. <laughs> you guess right. <laughs> well, considering that there's two pinky pies. In, in the individual ponies this year, it's uh, fairly obvious. Two Pinkie Pies, a Rainbow Dash, a Scootaloo that's in the new style. So. All right, well, let's, let's go to about San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con, once again, they are doing the... Um, the comic book character type theme, but they took it to a different, they took it to another level. And this is where they really introduced the dual-sided um, boxes because our pony had two personalities. Yes, this pony is half good and half evil. I personally like the evil side better than the good side, but that's just me. I do, too. I do, too. Well, let's talk about the evil side first. The evil side is all purple. It does have a pink flame going up the rear leg, and it does have the word grr going up the front leg. And it has stripes, kind of like it was wearing a leotard and a mask and over, the, over the eyes. And then the thought balloon that makes up her cutie mark says, I rule the world. Yes. So that's the evil side. That's the left-hand side. It would be the left-hand side, wouldn't it? Yes. They always say the left-hand side is the evil side. Well, I think my daughter's going to end up being left-handed, so let's hope not, or you're all in trouble. (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, then you have the right-hand side, which is bright-colored. It looks like a full costume, once again. It's green for the chest and the head, except for the muzzle and the ear, and cut out for the eye. 
going down her front leg has a stripe of yellow, a stripe of green, a stripe of purple. And then it looks like it has a utility belt that's a stripe of purple. Then it has the, where the cutie mark is, it's yellow. And do you remember what the cutie mark says? It says wham. Well, that's going down the leg. Do you remember what I her thought bubble says? Okay. No, and I can't read it in this picture. But what I see when I look at this, when I what I see when I look at this side of the pony though, is I see a yellow pony that's wearing a green and purple and white costume. The white is, you know, like the the piping or the trim, and the costume is mostly green with uh, that pinky purple accent, and then the pinky purple underwear, you know, that you see in superheroes. Right. Um, so I think that, I mean, that's what it looks like to me. Is it supposed to be a yellow pony okay. with a green and purple costume? Okay, it says, I'll save the day is what her cutie mark says. Ah, and she has what is being referred to as the peekaboo box, which has openings on both sides because you have basically two totally different ponies that were kind of jammed together. Her hair, let's describe that hair, it is pink and purple. It's a dark pink and a dark purple. And... The great thing about the box was even the box, you know, was two-toned. You know, the evil side had the the colors for the, the good side, and then the good side had the colors for the evil side. And they both had um, basically the same hair color pattern as Twilight Sparkle has. But see, it's ponies like this that make me think that ponies like Derpy and DJ Pawn 3 are boring. Yeah. Um, it's because of ponies like this. You yeah. know, it, Comic-Con ponies used to be something that everybody could get behind. You know, it wasn't specifically aimed at a specific generation. It just happened to be a specific generation of pony. Right. Um, you know, but it, it was, the Comic-Con pony was most of the time comic book based, you know, supervillain, superhero, something like that. The oh, pony yeah. fair pony used to be very artistic, and they had nothing to do with what the Comic-Con pony looked like. Mm-mm. And so now to have the fair ponies be basically the same pony as the Comic-Con pony and have them be characters from the show, 
that, quite frankly, us customizers have been making for people for years now. Right. I mean, it's like whoop-de-doo. I mean, I was... I was kind of hoping that um, the Portland Comic Con might have the Comic the Comic Con Pony too, and um, you know I was kind of looking forward to a Comic Con Pony, but if it's just DJ Con three, then like I said, whoop you do. Yeah. And now they're they're trying to get cheap because they don't want to produce a second pony, okay, exclusive to the fair, okay, and that is really that's just wrong, okay, because every year consistently they sold out on every single fair pony. And they made a pretty penny on those fair ponies. Well, and there's a good reason. The fair ponies, like I said, used to be very artistic. And, you know, you could really tell that there was a designer out there that really cared about the design of the pony. And they put a lot oh, of yeah. work into it. And maybe as a customizer, maybe that's why I'm you know, thinking, you know, there's a designer out there that really cared. But you can, I mean, there's not a designer out there that really cared about making the Derpy Hooves pony or the DJ Pond 3 pony. Those were supposed to be like, you know, background characters that the animators came up with to fill in Ponyville. Yeah. And most of them, like exists in all parts of Equestria almost simultaneously. Like if you saw the the episode that um got censored, the one where Derpy Hooves spoke with where Applejack tried to win money to fix what Derpy Hooves destroyed at the rodeo. All the ponies that live in Ponyville, all the background ponies, had jobs, if you noticed, at the rodeo. And we're also seen walking around the part of Equestria that um, Cherry's Jubilee lived in. These were not characters that were meant to have character. And they certainly weren't meant to be toys. Right. And they definitely don't deserve to be fair exclusives or Comic-Con ponies. I mean, exactly what does DJ Con 3 have to do with Comic-Con? And once again, actually, she was a fair pony, too. And I mean, so, I can see if maybe at... I will concede that maybe at the MLP fair, if you decided you no longer wanted to do, you know, art ponies, um, doing you know, these background characters in show-accurate styling sites. Yeah. But Comic-Con Pony needs to be Comic-Con 
you know, it needs to be Star Trek. It needs to be comic book heroes. It needs to be video game heroes. It should not be My Little Pony. It should not be some random background character that just happened to gain popularity among gronies on the Internet. Yeah. And maybe that sounds, you know, harsh, but as a collector, as a customizer, as an artist, I have to say that that's that's a really cheap way to go, and they're really... I mean, are only bronies going to My Little Pony Fair and Comic-Con anymore? Is that what's happening? Do the rest of us not go to these anymore? No, we all go to it, but once again, they're trying to cater to them. Because once again, we had, you know, I mean, the, the very next year, I think either the year after this, no, two years after this, is when they stop actually making anything unique. Yeah, it just it's it's really quite sad because yeah. I, I mean as a collector, I may not have a lot of the collectors individual ponies, but that's because by the time I really took notice of the G3s most of these ponies had come and gone, and I've never gone to fair. Right. And it took me a long time before I felt comfortable buying things on eBay. Um, But, I mean, like I said, I did get Junko Mizuno because, luckily, um, Calavista was letting everybody on the arena know that she was going to buy a bunch and to pre-order through her. And um, right. let her know, let us let her know if we wanted it boxed or unboxed. And yeah, I so I have that one. But I mean, to buy these on on eBay now, these have really gone up in value. And that's what a collector is looking for when they collect something is something that they're going to get a return on their investment, especially if they purchase early. Right. So, like, I initially spent, I think, $25 on my Junko Mizuno pony. And I bet you, Mizuno pony, on eBay right now, the lowest the Junko Mizuno Pony is going for is 50. Yeah. Um, and, and the highest is 150 by and, herself or in a lot with the the white pony, the, um, another fair pony, the uh, 2009 Comic-Con Pony and the Actually, 2010 um, Comic-Con Pony. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, 
it's if I wanted to sell this, I would get double back what I paid for it. And that's what a collector right. is looking for when they're going to buy something. They're not looking for something that's going to be a tie beanie baby flash in the pan. Yeah. And that's what I feel like these uh, DJ Pond 3, Derpy Hooves, Doctor Hooves things are going to be. Is they're going to be like the tie beanie babies. They're going to be really popular for a brief period of time. And then after that fad dies out, probably once the show goes away, no one's going to care anymore. Right. I agree. People won't be able to give them away. No. No, they definitely will not be able to. I mean, um, just like our next pony, which is the Peacock Pony, that was exclusive to the Las Vegas Fair. Okay. When I saw, when I was at the fair, once again, I got to see, you know, the big version of her, which I thought was awesome, to be able to get to see the big version of her. And, hold on, let me pull up that. Not Twilight, I'm looking for, there we go. Pony for the new line. Sorry, bear with me. Did I not take a picture of her? Oh, here she is. Um, they even had um, the concept. The, the original concept for her listed up, as well as the um, the alternative concept, which was very cool to see. And the one they actually eventually came up with looks very Las Vegas. And she has the peacock, and it goes from about the middle of her chest all the way back, down her back leg. You have flowers, not flowers, feathers going down her front leg. Yeah. And it is actually on both sides. The design is. And on the actual part of her butt right above her tail actually has a heart that says MLP. That's even stylized. So you're right. They were taking pride in what they were designing back then.
Did I lose you? No, no, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's just when I see a big brother pony on eBay for less than $10, I have to add it to my watch list. Ooh, where? How did you find a um, big brother? Oh, well, like, when you sign in to eBay now, like, it's got my feed, and it bases it on things you viewed recently or tend to view a lot of. So mine is covered with Rose Petal Place and My Little Pony. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple of them in my feed. as well as Texas Cowboy Hat for $20. Awesome. Oh, okay. It's been a while since I've logged on. Yeah, and then there's quite a few Big Brothers for uh, less than 20 as well. Hmm. And a very nice-looking seashell. If you still need seashell for your collection, there's a very nice-looking seashell. Well, you could definitely Um, tell it since I've logged on to eBay. There's a G1 Garnacle with serious, serious pony cancer. They're trying to sell them for thirty-seven fifty. The poor thing. Yeah, the thing is not going to sell, not for thirty-seven fifty. Um, but there is a really, really—I shouldn't be telling you this—but there's a really, really nice, so soft twilight for thirty. I actually already have her. I need her, and this one's hair is still really super pink. The flocking is a bit grimy, but hey, when does that not happen in a so soft pony? Yeah. Oh, it ends in 44 minutes, and if I bid on it, my husband will murder me. <laughs> Even though it has free shipping. But I really need this pony, and she's usually so much more expensive, especially when her hair is that pink. Well, put in a small bid and see what happens. Because you know that someone else has probably got that bid snipe thing for way more. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I will just bid the minimum twenty nine ninety nine and... I'll probably be outbid, and my my husband won't kill me, but he will totally kill me if I win this. And I'm blaming you. If I win this and he murders me, it is so your fault. Just so you know. And I guess I can't, like, that I didn't do anything because it's on recording. 
Well, we'll see what how much trouble you just got me into. Does it have other bids on it? No, I'm the first bidder. Well, then maybe I would, like, not bid, because if you're the first bidder... Well, it's too late. Because I bid on it. And? And so far, I'm the only bidder. Oh, hopefully someone has bid snipe set up for it. Well, hopefully. We will see. Otherwise, I'm out $30. All right. Well, anyway, yes. So let's get to that last pony you wanted to get to now that you've got totally gotten me in trouble, I'm sure. Well, I think I've pretty much described her, except for the fact that, you know, she does have that blue hair for a tail, and her mane is green, and it's not the typical pony green. It's like a neon green. I think this is kind of a, I don't know, neon seaweed kind of lime green. And, and yes, this is the um, 2009 U.S. Fair Pony, the Peacock Pony, which I do want because I adore anything Peacock. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, again, that tail mat pretty much matches the painting that they did on her legs. Yeah. And then the green matches the green that they put in the front of the peacock. So, I mean, it was really artistically correct. And, you know, just, I think, you know, one of the prettiest ponies that the G3 line has done, that in the uh, black and blue um, art pony. Love that one. Yeah. And even at the fairs, um, one of the things that I had seen while at this fair was they had some of the designers actually sitting there with, the, like, a big, huge pile of those white ponies. And they would paint out an entire design right there. And it wasn't, you know, they just did a design on it. No, they did full-on designs as they did, you know, the cutie mark 
They did the eyes. I mean, it was like, wow. Yeah, I personally think that Hasbro needs to start going back to designs like this, designs like the the Comic-Con ponies. Um, Put them in a styling size, make them brushable, um, but have them be unique ponies. Don't just say, oh, we decided to do the pony from the show that has the carrots on her butt this year. Yeah. Oh, we decided to do apple strudel this year. You know, it's lame. Yeah, these are ponies that, I mean, you can can release in the stores. These are, I mean, these, these are ponies that you can probably get a customizer to make for you for cheaper than what you'll pay for them at the fair. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just just don't see um, DJ Pond 3 or um, Derpy Hooves going up in value the way these ponies have. No. I I just don't see it happening. I mean... They pull up. Because isn't this about the time of the year that, you know, they they typically do uh, the My Little Pony for the Happy Meals? Well, yes, but at the same time, they they only did like two years worth. I don't think they did any one year. So I don't know if they're going to do them in the Happy Meals again. But that is an excellent point. A Happy Meal is the perfect place for ponies like Derpy Hooves and DJ Pond 3 and Dr. Hooves. And who was originally called Time Turner, I would like to point out. Hmm. You know, that is the perfect place for for characters like that that haven't been made into mass-produced brushable ponies um, is Happy Meals because that's the one place it would go up in value. Yeah. Um, because with the Happy Meal toys, you can get them a little bit closer to show accurate. You, I mean, because their their manes are molded, generally. Um, there's still the whole issue with the pink Celestia, but you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, that's the place to put a brony-specific, you know, targeted pony, because Lord knows yeah. that's where they're eating anyway. Oh, let me see. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to find... 2011... 2012... 
Yeah, I've not seen anything for the 2013 yet. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about there being Happy Meal Tonys this year. Oh wait, you know, I it'd be really nice if you know McDonald's would release you know a list of toys what they're going to do this year. They typically do it at the same time that they do um, Transformers. I wouldn't be surprised to see them do Equestria Girls with Transformers in the place of My Little Pony. Yeah. Transformers. Huh. I wonder if they've already done them. Got Hello Kitty. Furby. Please. Huh. Okay, so I'm totally obsessed with trying to figure out whether or not they've done them. Okay, on the 22nd, um, or no, not the 22nd. They are having a couple of people who worked on the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic comic at Portland Comic Con this year. Cool. (laughs) Do you want to go ahead and... You waking up on me? I better I better go and take care of the baby. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm hosting next week. I think actually you're actually hosting the next two weeks. All right. 
Well, then, have a good two weeks and keep in touch. Will do. All right. That's all, folks. Night-night. Good night. Is that it? Are we alone? (sighs) Well, it's going to be a couple weeks, but I'll be back with you guys soon. Till then, happy pony dreams. Good night.